Welcome back to Open Your Door Podcast. Today's message is Jesus, your cornerstone. Before we start, let's take a quick moment and pray. Cheerily, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit comes down and be with us. I pray that you open up the hearts and the minds, and I pray that you speak for me. Make the message clear and precise. In your name I pray, amen. Let's start with Matthew chapter 7, verses 28 and 29. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. This was referring to Jesus' first sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. Can you imagine the scene? Seeing a man whom they don't know, Essentially tell them that everything they believe was now going to be different. Imagine the pure shell shock as he spoke with such authority, with such wisdom. Simply put, who is this guy? Where did he come from? What is he saying? In Matthew 13:54, it says he taught them in their own synagogues, and so much that they were astonished and they said, Whence has this man with this wisdom and these mighty works? In other words, where did he come from? In verse 55, as they're talking about Jesus, they go, Is this not the carpenter's son? I was drawn to Psalms 45 to grace poured into thy lips. When the Holy Spirit is with us, when we truly are believers, we're given the ability to talk purity and with power that day those days he laid the foundation the true foundation in 1 Corinthians 3.11 for other foundations can no man lay that is laid which is Jesus Christ Acts 4.10-12 be it known unto you all and all to the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before the whole. This is the stone which set at naught of your builders, which has become the head of your builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, and there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. See, in Psalms 118.22, the stone which the builders refused to become the headstone of the corner. So Acts was referring to the old Hebrew text in Psalms. See, the foundation is Jesus. Seeking the truth is key. To have the ability to determine what is right and wrong, we always should trust in Jesus, have faith in him. Have faith in Christ and seek His truths is what we base our foundation and our salvation off of. His love is amazing. 2 Thessalonians 2.13 But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through 
sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. When we search doctrine, when we build our foundation, we must seek truth. We must seek sound doctrine. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in a doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity. That was from Titus 2, verses 1 and 7. In 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10 through 12, and with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God send them among delusion, that they should believe in a lie, that they may they might be damned who believe not the truth, but they had pleasure in the unrighteousness. Jesus said in Matthew chapter fifteen, verses three through nine. Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy mother and thy father, and he that curses the father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whoso shall ever say to his father and mother, It is a gift, but whosoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father and his mother, he shall be free. Thus you have made the commandment of God of none effect by your traditions, you hypocrites. Well, did Esaias prophesy of you saying, This people draw nigh to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. Satan has wrought with deceiving power, bringing in a multiplicity of errors and obscure the truth. Error cannot stand alone, and would not soon become extinct if it did not fasten itself like a parasite upon the tree of truth. Error draws us life from the truth of God. Through traditions of men, like floating germs, attach themselves to the truth of God, and men regard them as the part of truth. That was taken from a book called Evangelism. It was on page 589. We need to search the truth and not follow what is told. Let me say that again. We need to search the truths and not follow what is told. What if we were told wrong at a young age and we never actually sought for the truth? Yet a little while is the, oh no, sorry, John 12, 35, 36. This is what Jesus said. Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness comes upon you. For you walk, for he that walketh in darkness, knowing not whither thou goest, while ye have the light, believe in the light, that ye may be children of the light. We must never close our eyes to the truth. Revelation 14 and 8 And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of her wine of the wrath of her fornication. Romans 12, 2 And be not conformed to this world, and be ye transformed by renewing your mind, that you may prove what 
that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Always remember, the Bible time and time again will prove itself. If you seek the truth and you pray for wisdom, trusting in Jesus, making him your foundation and having faith in him, that he will be your foundation and your salvation, we need to make him the cornerstone. Recently, a young girl asked me, how do I pray? I'm afraid of God. He's kind of intimidating. And I was drawn back to the Acts verse in my mind where it said he chose you for salvation. If you take a step back and you realize that we're in, I read earlier about how Era attaches itself to the tree of truth, how Satan switches things around, makes it different. So many times we're afraid of God. And we shouldn't be. The whole idea of Jesus' message, and then before that, even the Old Testament, he came to shed light on the Old Testament because the man changed the doctrines. The man, as he said earlier, is you made my commandment null and void because you changed things. See, Satan has made people afraid. So where God is love, God has, look at it this way, God's the beginning and the end. He knows the start date, the end date. We all have free will, so he can't force it upon us. He knows how it's going to play out, but he will never enact on that. So he created this beautiful planet, the birds, the animals, the sea life, the the vegetation. He created everything. And with him knowing you, knowing me, that means he created all this for you and for me. And then he also understood the great plan that was going to happen, where eventually come down and die on a cross that you may live eternally. He gave you every out possible, every chance to follow and break free from the bondage of sin. Where in that story do we fear? That is the greatest love story I've ever read, ever heard. This man, me, sinful, is able to look up to my father who has adopted me, created me, and say, help me. Take me as I am. He looks down to me and says, your faith, you're saved. But then I turn away from him and I stop following him. Am I able to still look up there and say, hey, you still got me? He says, I still got you. Follow me. Make me your foundation. Make me your cornerstone. So the moment you decide to start building your foundation on Christ, you begin seeing that your life changes because you start seeing that Satan has put 
falsities out there. And as you start diving through your Bible and you start letting it prove itself verse after verse after verse, not only will you see God's love, you'll see what God wants. He wants us to be obedient children, just like us parents want our children to be obedient. You'll see that He forgives us just like we forgive our own children. He wants us to be faithful, like our children are faithful. He died for us, like most of us would die for our own children. The book is a love story. God's government is love. Where Satan's government is death and fear and pain. We are told by Jesus to follow the commandments, to obey, have faith, make me your cornerstone. If your foundation was built with the idea that God is love and that you love God, you naturally will begin to obey. You naturally will begin to grow your faith. You naturally will begin to walk with him out of pure love. He's shown us pure love. Hebrews 9, verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, whom through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? He died for us, that we may be set free. It's our choice. If he's our cornerstone, then we don't conform to this world. Romans 12, 2, and be not conformed to this world, right? But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect, the will of God. As we go through our daily lives, our, our daily routine routines, understand God is love. And as we grow closer to him, our prayer should be, to not be conformed to this world. Our prayer should be, give me the strength to walk with you. Give me the strength not to be conformed. Renew in me a clean heart and a new spirit. The more we become Christ-like, we become closer to his oneness or his wholeness. And before you know it, you'll start seeing how bad things are how simple it's it is really to see the parasites upon the true the tree of truth how as you draw life from god and not life from yourself in other words the more you depend on god the less you depend on yourself you'll feel invigorated empowered You'll feel rejuvenated. So I beseech thee. Make him your cornerstone. Make him your foundation. Always remember. He loved you. He chose you. For salvation. He died for you. He's forgiven you. 
All he's asking. Love me back. Walk with me. Just don't be conformed to this world. But be transformed into a new mind. Then do what's good and acceptable and perfect. Many times he talked about being obedient. It's not hard. It's really not. I have faith in you. I have faith you all can do it. Stay in constant prayer. Ask for his help. We're told throughout the Bible. Stay in instant prayer, constant prayer. All right, my friends, God bless.